0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the PFM Betting Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian Blewis, joined by Benning and fans, fantasy analyst at uh, the Pro Football Network,
1: Kyle Sopi. Kyle, how are you? I'm doing great, Brian. We got a good week six basically in the books. We've got tonight's single Monday nighter. It's a good one. We got Cowboys Chargers. What's not to like the Kellen Moore Bowl? So I'm ready to get into some props. Let's see how we're going to attack this thing. Yeah, this should be a great
0: one. Um, a much better matchup on primetime than what we had on Thursday night with the Broncos and Chiefs and the Giants and the Bills. And like you said, a lot of uh, storylines here. Biggest one, Kellen Moore revenge game, obviously. Cowboys offense has been the same since Adam this season, despite having Dak, um, Tony Pollard, and uh, CD Lamb. And uh, to to be interesting how they come out this one after getting blown out on uh, Sunday Night Football last week. But let's get into the odds for this one. The Chargers are one-and-a-half point home underdogs. They opened as two-and-a-half point underdogs earlier this week, so there must have been some late action recently on the Chargers in this one. You would call this they're at home, but the Cowboys are going to have a home field advantage with the crowd, even though at the same time charge all the travel. But spreads at one-and-a-half. Cowboys slight favorites. Over-unders over at 51. Is there anything you like from just looking at those uh, markets there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I'd be part of the action going on the Chargers if I'm picking a side. I, I don't feel super strongly about it because I still think Dallas is a good team. But you have the Chargers coming off a of bye. They're a talented team. I want to know how healthy Justin Herbert is. We saw him get that left hand banged up before the bye week. I'm choosing to think that he's healthy. Austin Eckler's back in the mix. They figured out the wide receiver two role between Josh Palmer and Quinton Johnson. So I, I'm choosing to think that the Chargers come out the bye week better than what we saw going into it. So if you're forcing me to pick a side, it would be the Chargers. I'm more interested in the props in this spot though.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I lean the same direction as you. I grab the Chargers at two and a half early in the week. There's a conception that you like to get three or above underdogs, but I like the two and a half as a key number now because you never know two point conversions nowadays and just how scoring is. Anything above the two with the Chargers I liked. If at this point the one and a half I would almost play them on the money line. But that's interesting that you lean more with the props and I lean more towards the traditional markets with the charge of the spread because at the moment, nothing's really jumped out for me with the uh, player props. But the reason why the chargers here just, I believe they're going to get a lot healthier, like you said, during the bye week. You mentioned Justin Herbert needed that rest, but so did Austin Eckler, who they're going to get back tonight, who will be a huge boost for this offense. And this Cowboys defense, as elite as they were, as they have been this season, that's mostly coming against some really bad uh Offenses And besides the 49ers last week, this Chargers offense would be a big test for them. So that's why I think that uh, these teams are pretty even, pretty close. I just like the Chargers a little bit more um, coming out the bye, being a little uh, more healthy and well-rested. So let's get into player pops for this one. Uh, tell me, uh, what are the what are ones that's sticking out for you so far? Which directions are you leaning in?
1: leaning in? Yeah, I think if we're playing this game and it's going to be close like the spread suggests, then that to me says Else is going to be running the ball. Like, they don't have any interest in throwing the ball, nor should they. Dak Prescott is struggling right now. He's got one receiver that he trusts. Jake Ferguson's a fine number two option. Whatever. They don't have a wide receiver, too. And the Chargers can't stop the run. So, to me, this looks like a Tony Pollard spot and a fade deck spot. I mean, he's averaging 24 carries a game. when games are decided by fewer than 30 points. Like, that's a low threshold to clear. We know every Charger game comes down to the fourth quarter. So, if you're telling me Tony Pollard is getting 20-plus touches... I'm easily going over 68 and a half rushing yards. And if that's the story I'm telling, under 257 and a half passing for deck also has my interest. I'm thinking if I win one, I probably win both. Obviously, there's the risk of losing both, which I'm not thrilled about, but that's the way I'll do it. And I'll put it in my same game parlay. That's how I drew it up for the website. So check that out if you want to see how we get this game all the way up there in the same game parlay sense. But I'm going to, be take, I'm going to separate and isolate both of those props, take them one apiece, and if I hit one, I break even. If I hit both, we're we're cooking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, now that you mentioned Dak Prescott, let's um, I want to propose one of the more popular player props and guessing for tonight involving Dak Prescott. By the look on your face, I think you know what direction I'm heading in. Obviously, Dak is kind of turned into like a meme when it comes to throwing interceptions. Right now, DraftKings for him to throw a pick is minus one forty five, and him not to throw an interception is plus one fourteen. Is he, which direction would you lean in there?
1: If I was gonna go with the touchdown interception market, I think I'd be more likely to take them under two touchdowns or under one and a half two touch uh, touchdown passes this week. The interception thing—it's always there's always so many ways to lose it. Yeah. And if I think they're gonna lose the game, then they're throwing a bunch of passes late, and that could get ugly. I hate those like those bets that could get decided on the last fluky play where you cap the thing right for 59 minutes and lose it. Drive me bonkers. So that puts you in a tough spot in that regard, but I wouldn't mind if, I, if I'm if i going to take my two props with Pollard and uh, Dak when it comes to yardage, I don't mind taking the under touchdowns and over interceptions and thinking that I hit one of two. If he's playing well, then I'm stuck. But if he's struggling, there's a world in which I hit both.
0: Yeah. I mean, from my perspective, I tend to think that interceptions have a lot of luck involved with them. A couple of weeks ago, I think Dobbs was top five or something in turnover worthy throws, but he was one of the only quarterbacks remaining. he had the third interception. I was like, All right, something's got to give here, he's got to throw one eventually. And he threw a couple in that game against uh, lead the Bengals, and he's kind of reverted back to reality since. But Dak Prescott last year, a lot of his interceptions were pretty fluky, a lot of tip passes. We all know the one in the end that Jaguars game last season, the cost in the game, but last week against the 49ers, they're just bad decisions and just sloppy plays, and just like I said, it's this, this horrible judgment by Dak. And but that that 49ers defense is a far different beast than this Chargers defense, even though the Chargers are pretty healthy for this one and have a lot of talent inside of the ball. So getting that plus money and the fact that everybody wants a bet on Dak their interceptions because people like to laugh at him and laugh at the Cowboys. Like I said, it's kind of turned into a meme that I'll lean the under on the interception there. But but yeah, Kyle, but um, let's get, let's recap the audience on your picks for tonight and as well as the content you will have dro- you will have, that'll be on pfmbetting.com and our pro football network given on the fantasy side by the time this podcast drops.
1: When this drops, you'll be able to click on the same game parlay. Option. We have that for every primetime game. So it's not just this one. It's Thursday night. It's Sunday night. It's Monday night. It's when we play across the pond. It's when we play in Germany. If we're playing football somewhere strange or at a different time, I've got a same game parlay for you, the people, to enjoy. For tonight, I'm going Dak Croscott under passing yards. Tony Pollard over rushing yards. If you want to get funky, those are both minus money bets. If you want to go plus money avenue... The Chargers to win both the first half and the game is plus 180. I have no problem with that. If you think the Chargers are playing from ahead, then that's one avenue to get there, which I think they very well could be. So that's the the avenues I'm going. Like you said, Chargers money line, also a fine plus money option. Yeah, you mentioned, just
0: to give the audience some some trends, some stats with the Dak Prescott under you have there, in his five games this season, that under would hit his yards profit tonight in all but one game.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. He's averaging under 10 yards per completion. So to get here, you're telling me he's got to complete 26 passes. That feels like a lot against a Chargers team that plays every game close. And if it if it is close, this is the Pollard game. This isn't Dak. They don't want Dak throwing. If Dak's throwing, they're behind. So if even if he goes over the yardage prop, the first half full-time bet for the Chargers could well cash.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that it require a lot of completion some Dak to go over that number. And just to give our audience some context about the Kellen Moore effect and then the transition of Mike McCarthy as a play caller. Dak's average depth of target this season is 6.5 versus last year, for example, when Kellen Moore, when they're a little bit more aggressive of a passing attack. It was, I'm looking up right now, just to give the audience some context. I went to the wrong season for a second. No, I didn't. God, this is terrible radio right now. Apologies to the audience. I thought I'd have it up a lot sooner than this. It was 8.2 last year. So that's a big difference. And it goes with what you're saying that in this type of offense now, they're not attacking much downfield, a lot less aggressive, more conservative, Mike Mike McCarthy, that he'll need to be in a lot of big rhythm to say the least and really rack up his completion to go over that yardage prop. And um, by the time this episode drops on Monday morning, not only have Kyle Sapi's same game parlay pick. You have the picks from the rest of the PFM betting team. Us two included, David Bierman and Jason Katz. And we'll have the player prop picks for this one. So good luck to everybody, and we'll see you back for Thursday Night Football.